calling all financial advisors. Get ready to boost your practice, portfolios, and network at the Exchange Conference, happening in sunny Miami from February 11th to the 14th, 2024. At Exchange, you'll gain valuable insights to grow your practice and sharpen your investment acumen with the top investment experts. But that's not all. By attending, you can earn over 10 CE credits and join a network that goes beyond business. Join a community that's dedicated to your success. Learn more and register now at exchangeetf.com. One fun, on point for today, and the expert to talk about it. Welcome to the ETF of the week. Yes, it's the ETF of the week where we get the latest take from Tom Lydon, vice chairman at Netify, where they have a full suite of tools that's going to help you become a better, smarter, savvier investor in exchange-traded funds. Check out vetify.com for more information. Tom Lydon, it is great to chat with you again. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Chuck. Thank you. Your ETF of the week is... The iShares MSCI EFI small cap ETF, ticker symbol SCZ. SCZ, the iShares MSCI EFI small cap ETF. Now, Tom, small caps for most of the year have struggled. Of course, it's been a market led by big domestic stocks, but small caps responsible for the recent rally and when I look at a chart of this one, well, this one at any moment now seems ready to cross its 200-day moving average. So is this simply a, a trend play or is there more to it than that? Well, Chuck, for the last year, we've talked about not only the trends, we've also talked about diversifying away from the S&P 500 and most importantly, the top 10 stocks in the S&P 500 that have been the lion's share of the performance of that 10% that we've seen so far in the S&P 500 this year. But when we talk about other areas of the market, small caps have been unloved and unloved for five or six years now compared to large caps. But that doesn't mean that they don't warrant interest in your attention. When you look at diversification in the US, there's a lot of opportunity in small caps. But when you look overseas, in areas like Europe, Australia, Asia, and the Far East, there's a lot of good opportunity, a lot of profitable companies, and these stocks are downright cheap. When you look at the PE ratio on this ETF, it's about 11, and rarely do you see a diversified offering of stocks so inexpensive. So that along with the fact that, yes, we're just about to cross the 200-day average on this ETF, if you have some money on the sidelines, and we know you do, statistically, most advisors have a chunk of cash, most individual investors have a chunk of cash, and you're just waiting for the water to get a little bit warmer before you go back in. The question is, when do you go back in? What do you buy? And how long do you own it? This is maybe one of those opportunities to get into an unloved area that's inexpensive that could continue to do well off of the low that we saw just a month ago. That said, you know, you have long pointed out that people do not have enough money invested internationally. Then you've got that decision of where do you want to go with it? But international small caps, well, do you think that the play there is more about getting 
the real diversification because when people aren't going for internationals, they're getting their diversification by owning U.S. multinationals. You know, if you own the Magnificent Seven, yes, there are seven domestic stocks, but they do business around the world. Is part of this that if you're going to take your money and get boots in the ground overseas, that small cap is the case where you're going to get much more diversification because smaller companies are much less multinational? Well, they are. These companies that are domiciled in these foreign countries are pure plays, and they're going to benefit from mostly business within their regions. Most of them aren't shipping overseas, so they are specific to those regions. And when the market's been challenged, the U.S. has gotten the lion's share of new business. One other important point, though, as we keep talking about the S&P 500, most importantly, the Magnificent Seven. So the S&P right now has a P ratio about 21, above average on the expense side. But when you look at the Magnificent Seven, the P ratio collectively of those is in the high 30s. We're surveying advisors all the time, Chuck. Their biggest fear today, and again, nine months ago, their biggest fear was inflation and rising interest rates. The biggest fear today is market valuation and fluctuation and risk. And most of that's pointed to the Magnificent Seven. So look, if you look at your portfolio or if you're managing money, probably you've got a high correlation in your equity area of the market to the S&P 500. Start looking outside of that. Start looking at areas that really a month ago have done just as well or better than the S&P 500. And if that trend continues and it goes above its 200-day average, this is just maybe one of those opportunities that we may be developing a new trend for a while. Not sure, there's nothing guaranteed, but it's so much more advantageous to be buying in when things are relatively low compared to just a few years ago and relatively a lot less expensive. Normally, when we're talking trends, it's all about the 200-day moving average. Do you want to be a trend follower? But when you look at what has happened historically, international small cap is one of the areas where a lot of people who look at the fund and ETF space will say, that's where active management can add some benefit. You're going into a more esoteric area. Now, if you believe that this is an area that's about to take off and you want representation, you kind of want the broad index fund. But if you're going, oh, wait, hold it, you know, I want extra oomph, you might want to go with an active manager or a more active manager. And we've seen the development of a lot of actively managed ETFs. I'm curious, was there a reason in this case why you said, I'm going to go broad and more index as opposed to going, let me go find an international small cap manager who's a specialist in that one area. Well, this ETF also has sustainability characteristics that are specific to the underlying constituents, Chuck. And that's also important. I mean, look, there are a lot of companies out there that do well over an extended period of time. Small cap companies, not all of them last to make themselves into mid cap or large cap. So there's certain metrics that iShares and MSCI put together to create this index where all the small cap companies that are in these regions of the world, they put them through the sausage grinder and not all of them come out the other end. They have to meet these characteristics and these do. Also, 
periodically, the index is adjusted. So at least on an annual basis, as we again put these stocks through the sausage grinder, not all of them come out the other end. So you make some changes in that index as well, not just with the names, but also with the weightings. So even though this is not actively managed, it really is put up to the test, at least on an annual basis, to be sure that each individual stock meets these certain characteristics. That's really good because you've got the diversification, you've got the valuation, you've also got representation with other areas of the world that, frankly, we've had home country bias here, Chuck, and you and I talk about that all the time, where we've got too much invested just in U.S. stocks and 55% of global market capitalization happens outside of the U.S. And this is a way to expand how much of the market capitalization you have. It's the iShares MSCI EFI Small Cap ETF, ticker SCZ, the ETF of the week. Tom Lydon, great stuff as always. See you next week. Thanks, Chuck. The ETF of the week is a joint production between Vetify and Money Life with Chuck Jaffe. Yep, that's me. Why don't you check out my hour-long weekday podcast at moneylifeshow.com or wherever you find the good podcasts. And to learn more about good ETFs, there's no better place than vetify.com. They have great tools for you there. Plus, Tom Lydon, their vice chairman, my guest, he's there too. He's on Twitter as well, at Tom Lydon, and Vetify is on Twitter, or X, at Veta underscore five. The ETF of the Week is here for you every Thursday. Why don't you make yourself a subscriber so you don't miss one, and we'll see you again next week. Happy Thanksgiving and happy investing, everybody.